And it should start recording now. Um, yeah, it is recording. Sounds it recording. Welcome to the tavern, a conversation with a friend. Today I have with me Electric Tallman, a streamer on Twitch. If you guys do not know him, go and find him online. Look him up, check him out. Amazing streamer. You can catch him on Mondays, Thursdays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Actually, almost every day, basically. You Monday, can... no, no, Monday, Thursdays, uh, Fridays, Fridays, and Sundays, Saturday. and Sundays. Oh, you don't do Saturdays? I thought you did Saturdays. So, sometimes I do Saturdays, depending oh. on if I have Danny with me. So. Ah, okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. All things considered, with the world outside, I'm good. That's good, man. That's good. How's your day been? What you been up to today? Anything interesting? just work work putting up my artwork uh <laughs> as <ballet. laughs> um my my question to you my question to you is like th this is this is how i look at like not how i look but my question to you is you know what are your thoughts on mental health in men ah this is where we're going today yeah. um I do believe that there's a lot of people out there who don't talk about it enough or they don't open up enough and they should and they shouldn't feel ashamed. I mean, I am not without my own issues. Um, and I do tend to try and share as much as I can, but I don't think anyone should feel embarrassed by it. I mean, I agree with you 100%. Like, I 100% believe, especially men, I don't think men should be embarrassed by it at all. Um, but in the world that we live today, do you think it's like this testosterone thing, this masculinity thing that causes men not to do that? You think that you think if 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 it didn't have those, how should I say it? What's the what's the way of explaining it? Best way of explaining it is like you know, I don't know if you've ever heard it when you was growing up, but it's like you're a man, you shouldn't cry, or the connotation of what a man is is that of a protector, and they shouldn't cry at all. Do you think that is like a big involvement in the health, mental health for men today? Like, do you think that has a big contribution to why men don't speak out or speak much of it? Yeah, I, I feel like um, it, uh, there's an element of pride involved that they don't want, you know, they always feel like less of a man if they talk about their feelings, which even in, in this day and age is, is a shock to me. But it's very true. Like, I, I would imagine that they are protectors. They're strong, girl, man, caveman. But no, like, it's it's more deep-seated than that. There's there's thought processes that men go through just as much as women do. You know, it's it, it, regardless of gender, actually. It's, you know, but you do shouldn't you be think, afraid. Do you think it's like, no, I, I'm not like, I don't think men and women are different when it comes to mental health. But I do think what I do, well, I do, okay, I do believe that they are different, but I, I believe it's different on how they process it. Mm. Yeah, um, I would imagine so. Yeah, I mean, men are, it's pride. It's, it's a it's, prideful thing for men. Yeah. For sure. Like, do I, like, do I have the confidence to speak to somebody about something that's, made me cry no it's hard it's a very difficult thing as a guy and it's it's in always in the back of my head and this is always in the back of my head when i do it um it's either this is something simple it shouldn't bother me too much because i'm an adult and i'm a man now i shouldn't let it get to me the next thing is who am i going to talk to about like who am i going to talk to to about who am i going to talk to about this who am i going to 
who am I going to confront and have a conversation about how I feel? You know, that's the question because like one of like besides the idea of talking or letting my pride swallow my pride and speaking is the idea is I don't want to bother this person. I don't mm. want to feel like uh maybe maybe it's too small maybe because it's a small item a problem I shouldn't speak to the person. Does like do you is it because of how how the world is perceived do you feel that that's the reason one of the reasons why you can't do it like is it is it that does that something that like you see that's happening regularly or is it becoming more open like is it becoming a topic where okay the prideful thing or the idea of um the idea of i feel comfortable i need to speak about this because if i keep it in it's just going to drive me crazy do you feel as if that's like something that's getting out there more or mm. Yes and no. Like I know, I know people that don't discuss too much. In fact, um, Lee, you know Lee, mm-hmm. good yeah. friend of, of mine. Um, yeah, he did a stream yesterday, purely devoted to mental health, about talking about your problems, about helping each other out, in not being afraid. It was like a safe space where everyone got together and explained their problems. Unfortunately, I wasn't a part of it. However, like I, it was it was quite invigorating to see it. People were discussing their issues with each other. Um, there was no sort of judgment. It was just, it flowed. It flowed. Um, yeah. Cause I went back and I had a look at it and it flowed. It, everyone was, you know, nobody sort of, a few people were like, no, I don't, I'm not going to talk about this, but most people, the majority of people were like, Oh yeah, this happened. Mm. This is how I am. This is how my mental health is. This is why I don't get up in the morning. This is, you know, this is why I lock myself in my art studio and leave the kids to run, run, run wild. Like this was the things that they were saying. So that's, that's interesting. That's insane. And yeah. like, I'm assuming, like, what I find about it when people speak about it, um, women, women, men, teenagers, people, young kids, when they speak about it, they explain it. To me, I look at it when they say when they say anything. It's like okay. I understand where you're coming from, but I've never experienced it like that. Mm. And it's like, when you say it, when you say that they had that conversation, like everybody had their different experience and that's the reason why they feel like this. Mm. It's like, it's, it's very interesting. I, and I, I do like, I agree people. It's surprising to see more people are getting involved as you were saying, like mm. speaking about is a good thing. And like certain things help a lot. Like I, besides the idea of speaking or swallowing your pride to speaking like do you think like a lot of factors in life help to the idea of mental health like gaming for example like is that something you find is like a double-edged sword to mental health no i mean we all need our distractions at the same time we also need to like um acknowledge that we have a problem Mm -hmm. but distractions are good distractions in life are good my mental health was at its complete worst when i wasn't working Mm-hmm. and when i went back into work it was hard i'd been furloughed for god knows how long and that first week was difficult but then mm-hmm. as the weeks went on it became a distraction it became routine again mm-hmm. and you need a routine otherwise you, you just you know overthink and overthink you, of... you let the thoughts get better of yourself mm. yeah yeah oh, so that, and streaming helps as well for me i mean i just i just talk nonsense at people 
<laughs> that is true and i love your books of jokes guys yeah. if you get when you have the chance and he's streaming just check him out check him out on twitch he has um a very awesome book that he got gifted and it's like amazing jokes at least i find it very funny it's Good. my favorite book i i generally do find it anything that's like pun related or dad joke related i will laugh at it for some odd reason mm. but it's it's good i um i do think that gaming is a double-edged sword um and i sometimes find it that way because i tend to get lost in the distraction more than i face my problem mm. you know i mean do you think it is a i don't know if you've experienced it but i've found myself playing a game on ends on weeks on ends on ends completely continuously just to avoid a problem mm, i can't say i've that's something i do i mean i know i can get lost in a game and that's less to do with the problems i'm not facing and more to do with the fact that i'm addicted to this game that, that's <laughs> it like it's an addiction um but i wouldn't say i don't i i you know i i game to escape my problems I feel like I'm, I'm I'm getting a handle of mine at the moment, if that makes sense. No, it's generally 100% does make a lot of sense. Like it's, mm. I do think like having an understanding or taking a step back to take a breath and looking at what's going on in front of you, it's like it's an eye opener. You realize certain things. Some, don't get me wrong, it's difficult to take a step back. Yeah. I personally think it's one of the hardest things to do. Just take a step back and look what's in front of you. Clean the plates that you don't need there no more and just get rid of it. And that, But mm. that is a lot easier being said than done. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like That's why I say like gaming or not just gaming, um, gaming, walking, exercising also is a distraction. But I find that sometimes a lot of those stuff are double-edged swords because you get yourself so distracted, you forget, not forget about your problem, but you ignore your problem and you leave. It. It's like trying to get rid of a bad habit. Yeah, like yeah, smoking. yeah. I've I've literally been off of smoking shisha for almost a week now, and it's driving me crazy. I mean, don't do it. Smoking's bad. Okay, <laughs> it is bad, guys. Don't do it, kids. Um, and I went cold turkey. Me oh. and my brother, hmm. we have what trying, but it is one of the most difficult things. Even being folklore, even being, you know, not having something to do physically physically distracting me it is a very difficult thing that i find doing and the mental side of it is even harder it's like mm. i want it so bad but i can't have it it's like eating chocolate and you know chocolate is chocolate you can't have chocolate so that's how i feel about it. it's like loving something that is literally killing you and you can and you still want to love it no matter what yeah it's like yeah, yeah. it's like loving pineapples on pizza. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Which I do love. Oh, okay. It's a, lo that's, it's that's a love. Fine. It's a love hate relation. I don't understand why don't people love pineapples on pizza? People just people just associate pineapple with like pizza being wet. Uh, not if you do it right. But it if doesn't... You, isn't the same thing with tomato, 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 tomato? Yeah, because yeah. when it's it got a sauce, but people still put tomato on top of the pizza. Doesn't that yeah. make it wet? It, I mean, it can do. I'm not really one for putting an extra tomato on top of a tomato pizza, but <laughs> you know, pineapple and pepperoni is the key. That's all I'm saying. It's the, the the combination works. Pineapple and turkey pepperoni. slicey. I can't That's eat pepperoni, 
Unless there's a yeah. halal version out there. So oh, halal pepperoni exists. Uh, yeah, if you open up a restaurant and you start selling halal pizza, I will be the first one there. But like, hey, it's you again. <laughs> <laughs> it's me again. What time yeah. is it? Do you guys open it? I have yeah, uh, regular tables over there. Don't worry. <laughs> I have this obsession. I, I do like pineapple on pizza. I just don't mm. understand. It's like I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to compare it to. I can't compare it to the Twilight Saga because that's a disgrace. Pineapple and pizza is more noble than that. <laughs> that's how I look at it. It's okay, pineapple on I mean, pizza. There are some some teenage girls out there that will disagree with you, or were teenagers uh, when that came out that will disagree with you. <laughs> a lot of people disagree with that. Well, a lot of people love rather fish on pizza. I don't mind fish on pizza. I, I like can't. olives on pizza. That's not a I thing can't. people like. I can't. We are. I can't do that. I love olives on pizza. Mm, I love olives. green olives. Green olives on pizza mm. is really good, especially when it's like. I don't know if you ever been to those corner shops, and they have like these giant jars of olives. Our mm. ones. I I get usually get those and I like chop them. They still have the pit inside of them, but you put them and spread them on top of a pizza. Perfecto. Better than the black ones. I find them. They're a bit more I, sour. I prefer. I'm a black. I'm a black olive kind of guy. But I don't know. I, I the black olives taste a lot different than the green olives. It has a more sweeter taste with the black olives, at least. At least that's how mm. I look at it. I like things to be bitter. Bitter is good. <laughs> Have you ever eaten aloe vera? Aloe vera. Aloe no, vera. I haven't. No. It's extremely bitter, but it's really good as a drink. That's and why I like a G and T gin and tonic. I like by the way, the bitter the better. Bitter. I like tonic by itself. Oh yeah, I drink tonic, uh, tonic, tonic water by itself. Tonic, tonic water with a little bit of lime inside of it. Mm. That's perfect. Uh, we get inside track here. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> this is fun. I like that. I like like when I go, that's what I get: tonic water and some lime, or yeah. pineapple on pizza, and then you have the whole world watch you very badly. Yeah, just like, look at you like, what the yeah. hell is that guy doing? <laughs> it's not like he's not, like eating um tuna on pizza. Who eats tuna? Anyway, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly, cat food. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like I I generally think gaming a distraction though. As as gaming is a distraction, it is to me a double edged sword, like everything else. Smoking was my distraction for my depression also, and I think depression leads into a lot of addiction too. Like, well, was well, I used to smoke when I was fifteen, all, all the way up until I was twenty, and I have done the same. I went cold turkey, and I've never looked back. So. Yeah, but it's a it's a good feeling when you go to like you've been how long how long have you been smoking for? It's like, I smoked for five years. Five and years, then, and then stopped when I was twenty. I'm thirty four now. So while you were smoking, like when did you when you stopped smoking? Did you notice like did a lot of things change for you? Like health? Uh, I had more money. <laughs> <laughs> you're not spending it. You're not literally burning money. Um, I, agree. I that's how it is with shisha. Actually, shisha is expensive. You just need a catalyst. You need a, a reason to stop, um, whether it be health or, in my case, it was because the girl that I liked didn't like smoking. So I was like, okay, snap them, throw them away. Uh, well, uh, at the end of the day, it was good for you. Um, for me, it's more of health. And I've been reading a lot about, I don't know if you look at stuff like this, but I've been reading about like REM sleep. What sleep? REM sleep. What the so, hell is REM sleep? Okay, I, I I I could be wrong about how I'm explaining okay. it, so um, I'm just gonna try my best to explain. So there's two forms of sleep. When you sleep, you go into a light sleep, then you go into a deep sleep, which is called REM sleep. Okay. Now, 
one of the reasons why I've stopped smoking, um, shisha especially, is because it has like it stops you from having proper dreams. Okay. Um, and going into a deep, I don't know. I I I notice I don't have dreams as much as I used to anymore. I was like when I started smoking, I haven't had any dreams. Mm. When I stop smoking, let's say I'm during Ramadan, right? And I'm fasting and I don't smoke. I have intense dreams. Okay. But when I'm not when I'm smoking and it's just normal, it's I don't get my deep sleep, and it it like smoking alcoholic um, marijuana drugs anything in general they have a, a chemical that blocks or stops or not prevents you from sleeping hmm. but prevents you from dreaming but i want i like i had a day where i wanted to feel like i want to feel that experience of having a dream again properly and having a very intense dream hmm. so it's like you know what maybe i should stop smoking maybe i should also look at my health because i couldn't breathe no more but yeah but it like stopped it um a week is nothing a week is a week it's a small mm. amount but it's been going all right it's the cravings killing me um but yeah just replace it with something else um gaming gaming is a good one usually people are gaming but i mean that's the only good side the downside is i've been eating a lot more yeah. yeah yeah i have been craving food more often i should say and more spice like i could taste the spice now <laughs> that's a good that's a good reason in itself i could taste food in general but yeah it's 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 interesting um yeah it's like but yeah it's a, a really nice to see someone else thoughts on mental health it's it's eye-opening i think mm. personally um, this is why i have the check-in section of my discord like anybody has like any the, anything to get off their chest that's where it goes and, and today i've posted the same i posted something uh, about my own issues that i had yesterday and everyone's like you know we're here for you and you know don't apologize and you know it's just it's refreshing that's that's good that's a very beautiful experience when i saw i saw it i i i don't do too well with things like that personally mm. I, I i respect it i understand it a hundred percent but talking to I, I like talking to people privately yeah 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 you know I, like I know when this is another problem i have like if that's something like that i am in the discord and i see something like that and i i look at it like i also want to say something hmm. but i don't have the courage to speak up like i the self-esteem that i get or and i don't know if it's just me i think a lot of people feel it is like they're scared to speak but at the end of the day too is the idea of you knowing you're safe there but still hmm. don't want to do it it's like the sense of being safe, but you still have this fear of rejection. Or... Well, I mean, like my Discord, I'd like I can speak for my Discord, hand on heart. Everybody on there is have uh, they've got their own things going on. Um, I don't know if Danny has explained to you about her her own life and issues, but you know she's she's a very understanding person when it comes mm -hmm. to that. My mate Chris, fallen one, he's the same. He's sort of like going for a rough patch at the moment. And he struggles, but like he's he's the first one to message people and say, hey, "You're all right. We're here for you." You know, and you know he's another one that doesn't really talk much about his feelings, although he has been doing it a lot lately, which is great. <laughs> like the walls are coming down now, and it's like this is what I encourage. I want people to come out on here, feel safe, and just 
just go for it. No judgment. No judgment. And I think when people listen, whoever listens to this podcast, you know, really, if you have anybody around you who you don't even, even actually know what's best, sometimes just randomly talking to someone that you haven't, that you know you're friends with, but you haven't spoken to in a very, very long time. Mm. You know, it's, I think that helps a lot too, because you haven't seen that person for a very long time and you have a lot more to say to that person. Mm. So at least it's amazing to have friends yeah, and have people who understand a lot. I have my community and, and a then, beautiful community. And then I have my like other friends that I, I knew before, <laughs> before lockdown, before streaming gaming. and stuff and speak to them. And you're like, my, my friends I game with, uh, we don't talk about our emotions, but we do sort of just distract each other. And that's great because it's just nonsense. It's like the good old days. <laughs> but that's the yeah. thing about human nature. Uh, we need, I think we need distraction, but I also think it's a double-edged sword. Mm. There's like, yeah. humans need each other, regardless of saying that I don't need somebody around me. Mm. You always need somebody. And I don't mean it in a way where it's like, you need need, but you need social interaction or interaction with a human, humankind or someone human. Because mm. they speak and understand if they could speak and understand your language. At least that's what I think it is like. I generally think people need to speak to each other more, to be open, as you said, to un be understanding, to know that I'm not the only person who feels this way. You yeah. know, and it's beautiful to have a community, a community like that. But it is a beautiful conversation, but it's also a difficult conversation. For those of you, if you're not used to that sort of thing, then yeah, then yeah it's yeah, it's that first step. It, it is taking the first step. I always the first step is always the hardest, but when you start mm. taking that step, generally it gets a lot easier. You get more open about it. You feel more comfortable about everybody around you. Um, start to hate less and love more. And then, but then you start doing that, and then you start thinking, "Well, I don't want to burden these people." people. And then you start back at square one. <laughs> you know, it's a double-edged sword. It is a double-edged sword, but it, yeah. like people, like I contradict myself. Like, I would say one thing, like say, okay, I don't feel, I, uh, I'll, you know, I'll talk about my emotions, but I'll feel only comfortable in, so, in front of certain people. Like, I don't mind talking to you about it. I don't mind doing this. Mm. You know, I'm not saying everything. You know, but it, it, I do contradict myself. Or one day I'll say, you know, for example, I might say I'm gonna quit smoking this week. Mm. <laughs> Next week I might start again. It's just the, the, the thing do of, it. don't do it. I won't do it. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll um, come find you and I'll socially <laughs> distantly slap you. <laughs> Imagine how, how funny that would be. I mean, I've got long enough arms. I could do it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like six, seven, aren't you? Or seven six, feet? Eight. Six, eight. Jeez, I was off. One off. One off. One that, off is, that is tall. That is same, you have same enough, height as Peter Crouch. You have enough reach to probably slap me. For sure. Social, yeah, yeah. From a social yeah. distance. Uh, but officer, I was six feet away. Well, the funny thing is, me and Danny were looking at houses yesterday, and they had some of the bedrooms were like two meters by three meters. I said, "That's a Dan and a Dan and a half." Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm two meters, pretty much bang on two meters. He says, "Wow, that is a Dan and a half. That is mm -hmm. a Dan and a half." But besides 
Okay, so besides the fundamental, of, not fundamental, but the, the conversation of mental health, um, you know, what are some of the positive things that you, you that has come out of these negative things for you? It's like, is there more, is there always more positive than there is negative for you? Um, at the moment, yes. I definitely have more positive days than I have negative days. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we'll, we'll break it down to good and bad days. I definitely have more good days than I have bad days. Bad but days. then, but it's just the overthinking, and it just feels like the days last a lot longer when you're in that mindset. You can't get out of, you can't snap out of it. Nothing's working. You know, you pick up the controller. I don't want to do this. It's not working. You know, you you speak to whoever. That's not working. It's those are the, those days. Although there are a few. Mm-hmm are definitely the longest days. But, like I say, more positive at the moment. More positive. Oh, that's how life should be. I, I mean, generally think... <laughs> I wish, you know... There's a there's a saying... Well, I, I, forgive me if I'm wrong. Uh, hmm. In the Quran, we have a saying that God doesn't burden you, burden you with too much burdens. He gives you enough burdens you can handle. Hmm. Um, meaning is, he would never overburden you. The, the problem, the reason, like, and it's something I try to take to heart, along with the idea of that, what's the point of God helping you if you don't help yourself? Um, but I try to take that to heart. I try to tell myself that my problems aren't that much of a burden to me. Mm. And I'd have people around me to listen to, to listen to me. You know, I, I do write poetry, and I recently wrote a poetry called I Appreciate You because of that same thought, because of that same issue. Like I feel, I do feel as, um, I, we don't, as human beings, we don't have that board as much as a burden, but I do think the overthinking, as you were saying, is what causes us to feel as if we have that much burden, as mm-hmm. to feel like the whole world is on our shoulders, you know? Yeah. And this is me saying like i am contradicting myself i may say this but it's gonna have a day i guarantee you where i will feel like the whole world is on my shoulders i feel like everything is just gonna collapse and but as the point comes to where it breaks i just tell myself what can i do Mm. i can't i can't i can't really all i can do is think positive and just watch it fall and then hope for the best the way i see it is you have to take you have to the best the best like advice I would give anybody, and it's the one I use, is take a positive out of each day. One, if it could be something little, like, I don't know, I got a bag of crisps and I got more in it than I bargained for, or something, something stupid, or like, I don't know, anything that has, like makes you smile. Mm-hmm. Just focus on that one positive in the day. Ignore everything else. That is actually really good advice. That, and then uh- you just... Just uh, eventually, your your mood will start to lift. Stay positive, stay happy, is what Lee says to everybody all the time. And stay positive, um, stay happy. Yep, that's what he says every every damn day. Yeah, well, that's it. that's good. good. It is a good mantra, but at the same time, it at the same time, stay positive. He's right. You know, even if you feel negative, just try to be positive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not everything, and uh, it's a temporary feeling. Even being positive or staying happy is a temporary feeling, you know, but that, that negativity that you have is temporary. Stay positive and keep going. The, uh, I think he dropped a, a piece of advice reasonably recently that's, that stuck with me, which is you wake up in the morning, you don't feel great. 
but no matter what what day it is, every day you wake up, whatever mood your mood is, you look in that mirror and you tell yourself two things you like about you. Mm-hmm. If you do that every day, even when you're on top of the world, when you're feeling at your lowest, you just do that. And eventually that will override your brain. That is true. It will. To encourage you to be better or feel better. Is it? Is it's because of some sense of positive reinforcement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just uh, <laughs> one thing I say is I have Danny, which which is a big help, and then another one is I'm kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find you funny. But, I mean, that's good. That's very that's, good. That's 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 personally, I do find you funny. Um, I like your jokes and your streams. Uh, this that's my taste, though. <laughs> Like yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. like that. I like the games you stream. Like Starfire, was it Starfire? Star, um, Spiritfarer. Spiritfarer. Jeez, I was way off. Um, I'm not, I haven't streamed that for a while, but but yeah. Spiritfarer was a very beautiful game, and it was an yeah. extremely chill game. Like it, I just like sit down, just watch, listen to the yeah. music, listen to you talk. Um, spend like spent eight hundred points on a, a dad joke from the old Star Wars book. um but yeah it's 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 interesting like that kind of stuff is what i like is i like to see calming games it's Mm. enjoyable it's fun to play like games like spelunky that's fun to watch people play i don't think i played that one oh that's a game you need to get your hands on especially if you do a co-op it's extremely fun co-op i mean i have like uh so the roster of games currently i mean a bioshock i'm finishing tonight hopefully actually actually question for you when you're coming to game, are you picky about games you play, or are you like, I want to play this, so I'll just play it? Um, in terms of gaming or streaming, or both, both. Um, so I tend to stream the games that I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned very quickly that you shouldn't pander to whoever your view, your viewership is. Just do what you want to do and enjoy it. Because if you play a game you don't technically enjoy, it, you're not going to be in it in in the stream. So, I mean. I've got, obviously, I've streamed all the Bioshocks. The scary games, admittedly, I'm a wuss when it comes to scary games. <laughs> you actually, you inspire me to want to do that, to be honest. It's just, it's just, I do it because, like, it's not that I don't enjoy horror games. I do. I just don't enjoy making, like, like jumping. Um, but I don't think anybody enjoys jumping, dude. Yeah, I know. It's, it's it's just one of those things where, like, I used to be into horror games when I was younger, and I was fearless. Now I'm like, oh shit, that could kill me. Like that, that one of those things. Man, it's so weird. I, like, I see where you're coming from when you're saying when I was younger, I used to be fair. Like, I have, I wasn't scared of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I now that I look like I used to never be scared of swimming in ocean water, mm. but every time I look at the ocean water, the deep end of it, I'd be like. There's a shark down there that wants to eat me. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that become that comes with being older. Survival of the fittest, survival of the smart, it, it's you, instincts. Yeah, yeah. But I exactly. think I also think that's the conditioning of our world. That that's the world. That's the the way the world conditioned us to be, especially how it's going now. I do. Well, think, yeah. I think the world conditioned us to be that way to have a sense of fair but it's instincts it's being smart about it but mm. at the same time I, I i don't want to say it i could be wrong i think people are losing curiosity being curious they're not curious like they used to be anymore 
in a yeah. good way. I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean like they're not curious as in they want to explore this, you know. They want a lot to... of it as well. There's, there's people who already have explored these things, these things. And, and done these things, but, but it's it, it, they've it, got it, all the answers. They not only they, they not necessarily have all the answers because I like to believe everybody's going to experience something differently. Hmm. You know, your experience to playing Spirit Fair will be completely different from what I experience. It'd be a beautiful game, but we both look at it differently in a sense. This I is like streaming's great because people like I won't necessarily play a certain game, but I like the look of it, so I'll watch it. Exactly. You know? That's mm. like I look like recently I started watching Final Fantasy 14. I've been playing it a lot too lately. Mm. But I got back into it because I started watching it. And it was one of those games like it's like World of Warcraft. When I watch World of Warcraft videos, I'm like, damn, I want to ride into Azeroth on my horde mountain creatures and fight people or play massive mmo games again mm. but it's it's like i was watching i was binge watching final fantasy 14 i was like oh that is so cool and then what caught me is the idea of like multiple jobs i could be mm. everything i want on one character and that was fun i was like huh that's the first time i felt like doing that spirit spirit flare is one of those games that you played it's a game that i'll just buy and not stream Mm. As it's one of those treasure games. I don't know if I make sense with what I was trying to say. The point I was trying to get. <laughs> I think I lost myself. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You're you're just going with the flow. I am going with the flow. I think what I was trying to say is that the reason why I'm back into Final Fantasy is because I watched someone streamed it, and mm. it was it it sparked something inside of me that wanted to have that experience again. Not to say will I ever stream it, no, but I felt something that I wanted to experience again, like nostalgia. That's yeah. the classic reason why I played it. And Spirit Fairer gave me nostalgia. Like I play I play these games so that people can see them, so they don't have to buy them if they don't like them. But they might like them if they see me play them. That's the that's my idea on it. It was like this game costs this much money. I'll play it. If you like the look of it, you go buy it. You know, it's it's like play it's like a, watching a demo, but not. And it's more, I don't know, it's more of a complete guide of what the game's going to be like, start to finish kind of thing. Do you remember your first game? Oh, first game? First game I streamed or? The first game, like, to your date, to your memory that you played as a kid. Wow. Uh, What did we have? We had a Mega Drive. I'm trying to think. Is Mega Drive? I mean, I had a Commodore 64 as well, but I don't remember any of the games on that. Uh, Mega Drive, probably Sonic One, Sonic the Hedgehog. Was it the very Mega? Wasn't Mega a Mega Drive. Mega Drive the portable one, or was that the? No, that's the Game Gear. Yeah, it's the Game Gear. Mm. Mega my Drive first, was my first, first thing. I I didn't have a Mega Drive. I had a Game Gear, but my I didn't I didn't play the Game Gear often, so I don't remember much. I only remember Sonic. My first game I ever played was Pokemon. On the oh. old Game Boy when it came yeah, out, yeah, yeah. on the super thick Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy, red or blue? Um, the first one, like I think it was, I played originally was red, and then I got a Japanese version of yellow, which I did not understand at all, and I never oh, played yeah. it. And then I played a version of blue. I played blue. Um, there was green, but I think that was exclusive to Japan only. It is. Um, uh, 
I took then, my friend Sam to Japan and he bought a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Green. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. He's got so- it framed, I think, somewhere. <laughs> I would have a friend who, who would have Pokemon Green, Japanese version, and then the Japanese, um, a Japanese Game Boy to play it on. It is, it's not region lock, is it? Would it be? I mean, like, I don't know, actually. Would it, like, for example, some games you can't play in the US because it's a UK game. It, it might be because back. I, I don't know if this is true about Game Boy, but it, it certainly is with the um, SNES. Um, mm. You have PAL games and you have NTSC yes, games, game. which oh. so they are region locked because um, they had the Super Famicom in Japan. That was the name of the Super Nintendo in Japan. S- say that again. I did Super not have... Famicom. Super Famicom was that the company's name or the game console's the, name? That was the console name there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it called? Super Fami... Famicom. That's the first time I've ever heard that before. Yeah. No. It's, just a, it's a thing. Is, is it a thing? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can hear me clicking on my mechanical keyboard. I have a mechanical keyboard too. But yeah, Super Famicom is what they called it. Uh, we just called it the SNES. SNES. And it, yeah, SNES. Super Nintendo. Yeah. Which is so much easier than Super Famicom. You can't really condense that. <laughs> Nintendo. What was a Super Nintendo? What was any, yeah, NES? Super Nintendo. Wow, that is so weird. That is, yeah, that one was very longer. That is, I've never, I never knew that before. Who knew that it had a name besides Super Nintendo? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That is hey, really, I, really, really interesting. I watch. I watch. I listen to a lot of Japan, Japan podcasts. So uh, yeah, yeah, you still listen to that guy abroad in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah. I, watch, I actually I listened to him this morning, and apparently there is a a virtual reality game coming out for a very well known ramen chain in Japan. <laughs> I don't know what the con- no idea what the concept of the game is. All I know is that Ichiran, which is the uh, restaurant in question, is it- uh, have a VR game coming out. Ichiran. Ichiran is life changing. I mean, it's not halal, which I no, apologize cool. for. That's all right. It's a pot, it, pot bone ramen. It's, it, oh. Listen, it probably smells good, looks good, and probably tastes good. It's something yes. I will never, I'll never have the pleasure of eating unless I have a chicken version of it. See, I don't think. Yeah, I think Ichiran is literally just tonkotsu ramen, which is pork bone ramen. Uh, it's their, it's like their thing, but. There are definitely other ramen shops that will provide. I mean, oh, yeah, all ramen yeah. is good ramen in Japan. Even the instant stuff is like head and shoulders above your pot noodles. Here, yeah. does does abroad in Japan go into like Seven Elevens? Uh, he does all the time because his diet is atrocious. <laughs> That's what he says. This is by his own admittance. But uh, so, yeah, do you think like I would live off of Seven Elevens? Seven Eleven food is like. In Japan it's, or in yeah. other countries besides her, but I would live yeah. off of it. I remember in Canada, you had a full buffet of hot dogs, fried chicken, pizzas, <laughs> and they all smelled good and looked good and tasted good too, surprisingly. It was like one of our things to do. We would go out for the day somewhere, go to a temple, shrine, you know, a tourist hotspot. And then on our way back, we'd stop by the convenience store or kombini, as they're called in Japan. Cool. And you would spend, I think we'd spend like 20 pounds each. 
20 pounds each. And just like... fill up on like crisps and the biscuits they did, the instant meals, the, the steamed buns that they had in the counters that were just, they had a pizza one, which was like something else. <laughs> I, I think my goal in life, if I ever travel to like Japan or any of these countries that have a huge 7-Eleven, I'm just going to go inside and just fill my basket with everything I could possibly eat, go to my hotel and spend a whole day just going through all the chocolate, cheesy goodness, and and ramen. That's 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 all I would do, and I would be happy. I would be content. I've seen many a YouTube video of people doing that who've there's gone to a, Japan and filmed mukbangs, as they call them. There's a guy on YouTube called Strictly Dumpling. Yes, yes, uh, Mikey Chen. Yeah, Mikey Chen. I love watching yeah, this guy because yeah, yeah. he does a lot of 7-Eleven stuff. Hmm. I was watching one this morning in Japan, and he just came out with like three bags of hot meals, and it was just hmm. beautiful. And it's his egg mayo sandwich. And his egg, his egg mayo, yeah, his egg mayo sandwich. Oh, I, Wait, I watch, or I used to watch. I don't watch it so much now because they, they obviously haven't been to Japan for a while. But they're an Australian couple by the name of they're Johnny and Delena. Johnny Day is the channel, and they've actually they actually know Mikey Chen. Like they've met up for a video before now. And they do that sort of thing. They go to like convenience stores, take it all home, and just just go wild oh, with wow. it. Man, and you know, like he did make it, like the strictly strictly dumpling. He did stuff with like Adam Richman. Adam Richman, yeah, Adam Richman. Yeah, Adam Richman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man versus food guy. Yeah, yeah. He's an idol. I like him. He uh, he's really like I love his foods, and he doesn't do it anymore. No, uh, no, no, no. But but it was like really interesting and it's really cool to see him being involved still in stuff like that. like mikey chan on youtube on hot ones i don't know if he was on hot ones but he was with um man i can't remember his name now uh i could only remember him because seth rogan yeah i have to think about pineapple pineapples and express just now just to remember <laughs> him and um yeah seth rogan he did something with seth rogan is he's a really cool guy but those guys inspire me to want to leave and just travel. That's that's good for the soul. Traveling and, and going to places you want to see is good. I mean, obviously, it's not not like we can do that right now. I know. Uh, YouTube no. is great for that, though. <laughs> it is. I have uh, just on a TV, put it on, and just have the noise in the background with a, just a camera pan um, panorama roll of the digital scenery. holiday. <laughs> yeah, digital holiday, <laughs> and just have a cocktail in your hand. Yes, I'm on that beach right now. Well, we, uh, me and Danny have done it. We've uh, there's actually a channel on YouTube that does 4K video of just someone walking around Japan and filming it. They're not talking. There's just, just the sounds of the of Tokyo or whatever, wherever they're at, and you you sort of live in Japan vicariously through this person. That is really. What's the name of that? Oh, I've got, I, I don't just know I just might just start watching that just for the fun of it. I watched one. We watched one a while back when she was here, and it was. Uh, um, where was where were they? They were in Shinjuku, which is like the red light um, Kabuki Cho, the red light district of uh, in Japan in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I don't know. It was just mesmerizing. I'll tell you. I'll have a quick look now. I think in general, traveling anywhere is mesmerizing. Like every time I go to Lebanon, I don't want to ever leave. Hmm. It's, it's literally called virtual J virtual space Japan. Virtual space Japan. I am going to save that on my phone, yeah, and watch something later on it. Yeah, virtual Japan. Just that's it. Red light districts on there. You can go walk around Shibuya, Harajuku. You can go to a seaside walk. You know, Kyoto, <sighs> Kyoto. which is 
Kyoto is one of my favorite places. Walking um, Kyoto around Kiyomizudera at sunset. That's that's a view you're not going to get when yeah. you actually go there. My my goal to go to Japan is to experience the cherry blossoms. Ah, Sakura season. Yeah, yeah very short. Season. But it's Fleeting. only during like April time, right? Uh, the calendar it... has been released. Has been released, and I think it's early March in Tokyo this year. Fourth to the eighth of March, I think. It's very like it, it varies year to year. Depends on how the rest of the season has gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seasons have gone. Sorry. So yeah, you're best off like checking in a calendar before you go. I will probably do that if we could ever leave to go anywhere to begin with. Um, yeah, like, I, I I have a set of places I want to go. I want to go to Scotland, but that's because I want to go to uh, Ben Nevis. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I really want to climb that or hike it or try it out to see what it feels like. Um, I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to every country I could possibly go to that's close by first. Then I want to start from like Amsterdam. From Amsterdam, travel all the way to France on a train or somewhere or somehow. Just travel a countryside trip, Europe trip. That would be extremely mm. fun. There oh. you go. The Sakura season in Japan is 23rd of March. It's expected to open. So 23rd of March. 23rd of March. That was way off. But <laughs> well, it's still still March. 23rd of March. But then, like I say, it's um, it varies where you are. Uh, Tokyo is the 23rd of March. Nagoya, 20th. Uh, Sendai is 11th of April. Sapporo is the 5th of April. Oh, wow. So it's it's all over. It's all over the the map. So, but yeah, that's because different paths have different. The cherry blossoms bloom at different times. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's like different I remember, climates. Different climates. Because I was like, in I was reading up about it, and it was saying like, in Japan, cherry blossoms bloom at different time in certain parts of Japan. So you have like two seasons where you can, two pa- two times in the year where you can go to a certain place if you want to see it. It might be at the beginning of the year, close to the beginning where you say in March. Or there might be one close to the end in like in a different part where you could possibly see it too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You always have a chance. Oh and you've been you definitely you've been to Japan. You went to see the the Gundam the unicorn one. Been to the yeah, yeah. been to you didn't Odaiba. Get to, you didn't get to see it was, it was Odaiba. You didn't get to see the original one. Is that in, in Odaiba also? No, that's one? in Yokohama, I believe. Yokohama. Uh, Tokyo. Still Tokyo. Tokyo. Um in fact, is it? I don't know. I think it is. I have seen videos of it, so it's you know the RX RX seventy eight, isn't it? That's uh, there. I think all these clickings are going to be taken out. Yeah, <laughs> but I do love the clicking, though. <laughs> I love mechanical keyboards. Japan. Uh, it's not saying where it is at. Where is it? Tell me where it is. Where are you? Uh, where is this? Uh, I found it, but uh, view page. Let me see where it says. Agree. Uh, Yokohama, Japan. Yes, I was right. <laughs> yeah, Yokohama, Japan. Wow. The RX seventy eight dash two. Yes, I was, you, I, was, I was almost there. Do you think our future will be Gundams? No, because I just think they're just too clumsy <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> you know? Do you think we'll ever get that, that that advance that we'll have Gundams piloting and fighting in the skies? If, if you even think that the human race will survive that long. All I know is that you can, like I have, um, 
you can actually go to an arcade and they basically have a virtual pod that you can jump in that you oh. pilot a Gundam, essentially. So I already have practice, so if they want to call, <laughs> call me, you know. We know who to call when we yeah, need yeah. help in time of danger. We call it'll be like, it'll be like Pacific Rim. That'll be me. <laughs> Kaiju <laughs> attack just coming yep. from <laughs> every country has their own gun. Oh, that'd be so cool, though. That'd be oh, really yeah. cool. I could just see it. It's like I wish like the world like was a Pokemon world sometimes. <laughs> As childish, well, no, because that you was, know, that, that's my dream. You've got them like you don't see any normal farm animals in Pokemon. So <laughs> you're gonna be eating a meal tank, or you're gonna know. be. Yeah, that makes me wonder. I know they eat Magikarp because that was like in Pokemon Origins, the animation. They've said that they eat magic cap. They were trying to catch a magic cap to feed one and, of their Pokemons. And you had to go get a slowpoke. They were slowpoke. <laughs> slowpoke tail. Yeah, for tail. their tails. Yeah. Um, which was interesting. Is like, yeah, in this world, Pokemon do eat other Pokemons. It's just weird. It's just like when they get captured, they're domesticated mm, automatically. <laughs> I wish like it was all, that easy. All the things that uh, you used to like is that, you know, when you're a kid, it's just, it's just dark and twisted. Yeah, it's like. It. If you look at um, Cinderella or Aladdin, or all of these stuff came from a very dark and twisted place. Think- well, Lion King is dark in itself because Scar obviously does what he does to Mufasa. Uh-huh. And next thing you know, he's gone. Is Mufasa, yeah. where, where is the body? No other animal eats a dead lion other than a lion. Or hyenas. So, uh, no, apparently they don't. They don't? Apparently, lion, apparently they don't. Lions are, will eat other lions. I, I... And... There's even a scene with Scar going, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. And he's holding a skull. It's a lion skull. Oh, this is all, oh, in, oh, yeah. the, all in the original animation. For, and it's like, oh my God, this is dark. Like, no, that you mention it. Jeez, that is dark. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Okay, we knew. We knew that the Disney world was dark. Yeah. <laughs> But now it's, it's just, even darker. It's darker still. It's just, you, 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 them, some guys at Disney. It's, you know, sadistic. <laughs> the House of Mouse and all that. Oh, wow. D- don't hate me, Disney. I love you, Disney. I love you too, Disney. Onto me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be so awesome. Cool. Um, yeah. You would expect hyenas to be one of them that eats um, lions, but no, it's actually other lions. And it makes sense. I do remember one time watching a cat eat another cat. What the hell have you been watching? No, like we have back home on Tartola, we had this gray cat. And it's not us. It just comes to the house. But one time, one day we found it eating another cat. We caught it eating a cat, which was extremely messed up. It makes me think, damn, you you made me think now about how evil lions and cats are. Now I'm scared to have a cat. Damn nature, you're scary. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Damn nature. Do you think cats sit down and watch him and be like, I wonder when he's going to die so I can eat him? Oh, I I don't think they sit there and do that. They're just more like, get off my land. (laughs) Deal. Territorial. So that's so weird. Now my brain is all over the place. Now I'm gonna go and research lions and cats. I've just got an image of a cat tying a bib around his neck and getting out a knife and fork. That's <laughs> just awesome. ready to eat the next cat. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's 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 so interesting. Now I know about what they used to call old Nintendos. I never knew that. 
Super Famicoms, yeah. Yeah, Super Famicoms, which is interesting. Now I know that lions eat other lions when they kill other lions <laughs> or when they die. It's like, geez, what is the world coming to? Soon we're going to start hearing that airs eating other people. Well, airs technically eating us. Did you know that pineapples eat us when we eat them? They're <laughs> yeah, the only the fruit that, yeah, they're the only fruit that bites back. Yeah, yeah, there's an enzyme <laughs> in it. Yeah, there is. Um, before this was a beautiful stream, it was a beautiful podcast, by the way. Thank you. You're um, very welcome. It I'm not gonna, <laughs> it, was, it was fun though. Um, yeah. last week was abysmal, um, but came back today. Thank you for coming back on. I appreciate Thank it a lot. I'm probably gonna butcher your name, um, again. Ele eclectic tall man, eclectic, eclectic tall man. There you go, eclectic tall man, guys. Check him out on stream. My final question to you is what do you think the world would be like if we didn't have internet? Oh, God. Um, well, this whole lockdown situation would be atrocious. I think I suppose we could just call people. So I think, but would you if we didn't know the if we didn't know the internet ever existed, then there's we wouldn't know any different. Would we well, yeah, would we still have a lockdown? Yeah, uh, yes, because the virus would still exist. It would still exist, but how long would it? How long would it be too late? Or how long would you say it's too late? Would we know by the time to where we could say, okay, let's just have a lockdown? Or would it be too late to prevent it? Hmm. Without the internet, without we do the get internet. a lot of media from yeah the internet, I suppose. But then that's why we have news coverage. So we would still, I'd, I think we'd still all be fixated on the news on, on TV as opposed to getting it on our phones or on uh, yeah, PC man. or whatever, you know. Man, so I, I, I still think it st we wouldn't know any different. We play more board games, we build more guns. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Lose more families over Monopoly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's uh, living in the shed. Why? Because he, he was the banker and he stole the money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you, Electric Tolman. Eclectic, Jesus Christ, in this name. <laughs> Eclectic Tolman. Yes, there you go. Eclectic. I would say it wrong, then right, wrong, then right. Eclectic Tolman. Yes. Just have a day where we're just on the podcast. Like, say it now, Jay. Eclectic. How would you do? Eclectic Tolman. Eclectic Tolman. Eclectic Tolman. <laughs> um, it's like me when I say oblib, oblib, ob <laughs> obliterate. Obliterate. I say obliterate. Oh, well, obliterate, you know, the, the, the most famous move by um, Exodia, the forbidden one from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Obelis, is it Obelis the Tormentor? Obliterate something he uses? And then, yeah, obliterate, yeah. Uh, 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 my brain's over right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have broken you. <laughs> you have. You literally... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop the recording now. Um, 